0: And welcome to the Docs to Dads podcast, a health and wellness resource for any dad looking to actively engage with their health, the health of their children, and building a stronger, healthier community around their family. Each week, Dr. Scott, a board-certified pediatrician, will explore topics relevant to child health and how dads can be an active participant in their growth, development, and other issues that affect children and the whole family. Welcome back, dads. This week we wanted to record a short episode to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a joyful holiday time for whatever holiday you're celebrating this season. Do you have a favorite holiday memory with your family? What are you going to do this year to create a special memory of this holiday with your partner and kids? I'm excited to welcome back to the show Phil Rabon, the man challenged with making me sound good on the show, and a great friend. Phil, welcome back, and Merry Christmas. Hey Scott,
1: uh, happy merry Christmas as my dad always says. It's great to come back for a second episode in a row, I might add. Uh you know, just to talk about what we kind of have agreed as our favorite time of year.
0: Yeah, this time of year is just amazing. I love the all the holidays and the music and the Christmas cheer and holiday spirit and it just everyone's the sights, like the smells a little bit happier the 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 trees and the lights and the decorations and everything it just sort of reminds you um hopefully of of happy memories and and gives you some uh spirit to go and and create something special and and do something special for for your family so uh just really looking forward to a fun holiday time uh with my family uh this year Phil, what are are you guys doing to create some holiday memories with the girls this year?
1: So we do a lot of the things that I feel like other families do. Uh, That's a tradition. One of the things that we like to do is usually the day after Thanksgiving, so Black Friday when everyone else is shopping or that weekend, depending upon my wife's schedule, we pull out all of the Christmas trees and I'll say, we have seven trees. One of them goes outside. Seven trees. Seven trees. Uh, There is one that goes outside. It's a very unique metal frame. It's very cool. That goes outside, but then there are still six inside and they're in all these different rooms and the kids each have one. The dog has one. The wife has one. I have one, but it's kind of the generic. Everybody's tree is also dad's tree. And then we have, you know, a couple others just around the house. So, That day after Thanksgiving, we usually put on a Christmas movie, and it's usually Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. We put that on TV, do all the funny quotes, sing along with the the songs, and we decorate all of the trees. And it's all four of us. We're getting in there, decorating the trees. And that's a fun thing that we kind of do. We put on that movie, and then we decorate the trees. Another thing that we do every year, and we started it probably – Six years ago, there is a hotel in Arizona that we've gone to every year, and they do—they go all out for Christmas. They have a carousel, Ferris wheel, a giant ice slide, places where you can gather your family around the fire and make s'mores. They have a light display, a train ride. They just do everything. So we'll usually go and spend a night there and just do all of that stuff. We invite our friends to come out and we'll all experience it together and take photos. My oldest there discovered that she loves ice skating. It has to be something we do every year is I got to put on ice skates as bad as I am. (laughs) And she and I go ice skating and it's fun. And that's one of our traditions that we do every year. Um, and it's so much fun. We love it. But what about you, Scott? What are you and your wife doing for the kiddos to make those memories so magical?
0: Sure. Uh, you know, I talked a little bit in the last episode about our sort of going out and cutting down our own Christmas tree, um, and that's something that we try to do with our our kids as well. Uh, right now, my son mostly enjoys the tractor ride to get out to the trees more than actually like picking the tree or cutting down the tree. So still you know, fun. He's, he's still young, but he just thinks it's really cool. It's basically a hayride um, on a tractor. And he thinks that's pretty awesome. Who doesn't love a hayride? We still uh, uh, try to do that uh, every year. We're actually, as we're recording this, we're planning to go and do that uh, tomorrow oh, fun. Um, or this weekend. So um, that we're really looking forward to d- doing that. And then this year we've, we've really been trying to focus on and hopefully something that will will be something that we continue to do in years to come. Is sort of that preparation for the holiday, and sort of putting ourselves in the mindset of, you know, the reason for the season, if you will. That you know, there's a reason that we're celebrating this holiday, and, and in our family, you know, we celebrate Christmas, and and so we believe that that's you know the the birth of Jesus Christ, and and so doing some preparation around that, that so that you know our our children understand, and that and even us as parents can be reminded to like take that minute to kind of check out from the hustle and bustle of, of buying gifts and doing all the other things that we worry about during this time of year and like really remember why these holidays are happening and and why they're so important. And so this year, um, especially in our, our Catholic tradition, we really lean into Advent. And so there's this concept of an Advent wreath that has four candles and in the four weeks leading up to, uh, excuse me, in the four weeks leading up to Christmas, you sort of light, one more candle each time, and so uh, as we're recording this, we're in the second week of Advent, and so every night we try to light the candles and say a little prayer and just kind of remember, you know, that this is a time of preparation for for Christmas, which is the birth of Jesus. And um, my son likes that again because he gets to blow out the candles at the end more <laughs> than <laughs> more than some of the religious stuff at this point. But uh, just sort of trying to help him understand that yes, there's this fun part of getting ready for christmas and there's santa claus and presents and all these other kind of fun uh parts of of this time of year but there's also this really important thing that we're doing during this time of year uh that we need to make sure gets its due attention as well so we've really been focusing this year on trying to do a little bit more of that sort of preparatory stuff and sort of pulling our kids into that preparation as well. Um, and so that's that's some of the things that we've been thinking about um, this year. Every year it's a little bit different. Our kids are still pretty young, so we're kind of trying to thread that needle a little bit. Um, but, uh, but your kids are a little bit older, so t- tell me about how you guys, I'll get a little advice from you guys about how you mm-hmm. handle some of these harder things. There's so many things like pressure that can get put on parents to do all this stuff like, um, you know, Elf on a shelf and and living up to the hype of Santa Claus and all of these kinds of things. How have you guys uh, managed? Do you guys do Elf on a shelf? Do you do Santa Claus? Those kinds of things, or how do you how do you manage that?
1: Well, I will say that I am thankful, personally thankful, that we are one of the families that does not subscribe to the Elf on the Shelf. We just have never done it. We decided from the get go, like committing to moving this doll. Every evening, the entire month of December just sounds like a lot of work. I know I'm going to be the one who's lying in bed almost asleep at 1145 at night. Like, oh, wait, I forgot to move.
0: I got to go move the the
1: doll. (laughs) I got to get up and be creative and figure out what to do about that. So I'm thankful we've never had to do that Um, because I was actually having lunch with my pastor today and he was saying this is the first year that he hasn't done that with his kids and he's very thankful for that. That they've moved past that um, but when it comes to santa i feel like we're actually in the minority of people in our group of parents we don't do santa claus and we have decided from the very beginning my wife and i that we would not pretend that santa is real and what we actually do instead is tell them the story of saint nicholas and how that has changed involved into the story of what is the modern-day Santa Claus. So they have grown up knowing that, yeah, mom and dad, the aunts and uncles, grandma, grandpas, nana, papas are all responsible for the presents. And there is this component of St. Nicholas and his faith and how he was inspired by Christ to help other people. And that's what the story we share with our kids At the same time though, we want them to have fun with their friends when it comes to Santa. At my old job in Phoenix, they would do a family Christmas party every year and the kids could still sit with Santa and tell him what they wanted for Christmas. And we got the pictures and it's all real cute and fun. But we tell our kids at the end of the day, we remind them that Santa's not real. We still can have fun about Christmas. It's not the meaning of Christmas. We know what the meaning of Christmas is. Jesus's birthday is how we say it. But we also tell them and we give them permission to, hey, when you're hanging out with your friends, don't spoil it. Don't tell them there's no Santa. Don't do that. But if you want to pretend and have fun with your friends and like, oh yeah, Santa's real. Like I told them I want this for Christmas, then you're absolutely allowed to do that. So that's what we have done. And we came to that decision together. I grew up with Santa. My wife grew up with Santa as well, but that's something as parents that we decided not to go down that path. Not that there's anything wrong with it. There's no judgment, but that's where we went. And I know that your your kids are still a little bit young for that. And you're probably just now getting into that point. And you may not have even had that conversation with your wife yet about what you guys are going to do when that time comes.
0: Yeah, my my oldest is three. So this year is really the first year that he's shown any interest at all in Santa Claus and presents and kind of that aspect of, of Christmas. He just wasn't quite as into it last year when we got to Christmas Day and there were presents to be opened. He was very enthusiastic about like opening the presents, uh, but like who they came from and whether that was mom and dad or Christmas grandma and grandpa or santa claus or whoever like he didn't have any context for that Mm. so um, we didn't really yeah we haven't really had to think about this issue yet and and it seems as somebody who hasn't put a lot of thought into this quite yet that sort of your sort of live and let live sort of a approach to it makes sense you know there's no reason to go and and ruin it for anyone there's actually a a funny story hopefully i can tell this story no i love funny Um, stories my there's a story that my my in-laws tell that my wife's older brother once when they were all kind of elementary school aged was at a sleepover and actually convinced all of the other kids that there was a Santa Claus and made like very compelling logical <laughs> arguments that there was a Santa Claus and by the end of the the sleepover had everybody uh convinced that that Santa Claus was real so that's kind of a funny um funny story cuz they were like no way no 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 and and uh, i don't know what exactly he said to convince them but but my wife's brother uh apparently made a very compelling argument in favor of of Santa Claus so that's um
1: he was an influencer before social media influencers that's were right. a thing
0: Hashtag #influencer <laughs> um yeah so that's uh, just kind of a funny uh funny story but i think just like letting kids be kids and like not take away from sort of the magic and the fun uh, of the season. And and then certainly, uh, if you, if you are celebrating a, a religious holiday during this time, whichever it might be sort of taking time to also remember that it's important to pull your kids into that aspect of it as well. Cause sometimes I think even if we're trying to, you know, be good about our, our daily prayer habit or something like that in preparation of the holiday, we sometimes forget that we're supposed to be bringing our kids along for that. And especially, Us as dads, we know that the more our kids see us praying and the more our kids see us engaging with our faith, the more likely they are to want to participate in those things as well. So the fact that my son sees me leading the prayer alongside my wife and we're lighting the candles and we're doing the prayers, uh, you know, he's starting to learn some of the prayers that we say. Uh, those kinds of things, it just becomes a little bit more meaningful for him, and I get a little, a lot of satisfaction from sure. from that as well. And so, so that can be, um, that can be cool as well.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, w- I haven't done a lot of the praying and reading of the Bible. We do that every year, but not throughout the month of December, and that's something I would like to do this month. But one thing I did discover is the Bible app that I use. Um, at the bottom of it, they have a daily devotional for kids that a friend of mine told me about. And the entire month of December, they're doing something on Christmas and Jesus and all that. And the first couple of days I started it, my oldest was kind of pushing back like, Dad, I don't want to do this before school, all these things. But this morning when I started it, first thing was like, Dad, we can't do school yet. We, we got to do the devotional together. Like, and that, that just made me so happy. Like, yes, Okay. She's enjoying this and it's part of becoming part of her faith um, at seven years old. And I I really like that. So that's even after Christmas, we're going to continue to do these daily devotions together.
0: That sounds incredible. I think making time for that becomes so important. And it's just like with other things, when you're trying to introduce new things, like sometimes your kids are not going to like jump on board right away. They're not going to like be like oh yes please let's let's take time for quiet activity like Fun. prayer and and those kinds of things right like that's not necessarily what they're going to be into and sort of teaching them that there's still an importance to those kinds of things and that we you know we need to set aside time for these types of activities as part of our spiritual development sets a good example for them to do it and then you, maybe you balance that with other things that you might not ordinarily want to do, but are things that they're really excited about. So if they are enthusiastic about cooking, like pull them into that. That's one of the big sort of tenets of of what my wife and I are trying to do with our kids is rather than sort of trying to, you know, plop them in front of a screen and get five minutes to go and do something, like pull them into whatever it is you're doing. So if you're cooking dinner, like... Let them be alongside of you. Try to find creative ways to let them sort of mix up the food or, or add different ingredients to the bowl. Those kinds of things. If there's arts and crafts that they like to do, or even better combine those decorate some Christmas cookies. It makes a huge mess, but it's so much fun. The kids love like dumping sprinkles everywhere and putting icing over everything. Uh, my kids just got to spend some time with, with my parents. Um, they're, they're, they're Gigi and pop pop. And, uh, Um, They did Christmas cookies and it was so much fun to just have all four of the cousins there. They made this huge mess uh, and it was it was the most fun thing. And so I think um, it's good to like just bring them along into all of those things and and kind of embrace the mess and embrace the chaos um, and just sort of let them be a part of all of those things, whether it's the the sort of more solemn prayer time. Uh, you know, sometimes this might be a good opportunity as your kids get a little bit older to try to pull them into some kind of volunteering or, uh, you know, going to some kind of, of uh, food pantry, soup kitchen, giving back to the less fortunate. All of those things are really key tenets of how we think about this time of year. And then also doing all of the the fun stuff that we've been talking about and sort of trying to find a balance between those things as we go through it, I think is, is really important.
1: It is. And to that point, one thing that uh, you said, something that sparked a memory that we have done that we incorporate our kids into every year is we always tried to do a very nice gingerbread house, not on the scale of like true artists, but the last two years we brought our kids into making gingerbread houses and we decorated them this year and it was a lot of fun. But this year we tried something new, which was a nativity scene, uh gingerbread house. And it's got baby Jesus, the wise men, Mary and Joseph, and you put it all up. And it was part of your saying like the arts and crafts they love to do and embracing the mess because it failed miserably. Like <laughs> wise men and camels laying all over the place, the nativity, like the, Building itself just completely fell apart. And so it looks like a disaster. And I saw a meme on um, Instagram and uh, that said, if your gingerbread house falls apart, just add a dinosaur to make it look like the dinosaur just wreaked havoc on the gingerbread house. So to make the best of it, that's exactly what we did. We added a dinosaur to the nativity scene. So baby Jesus is okay. Don't worry. But, you know, everyone else is, has not fared so well this
0: year. <laughs> Oh, that's great. You'll have to to send it over. I can put that up on the uh, Docs to Dads uh, Instagram page. That's at Docs to Dads pod. I'll send that for sure. Absolutely. We'll put that up on, on the Instagram. I think it's just so important with all the other hustle and bustle that happens during this time of year. The last sort of key takeaway that I am trying to remember myself this year and, and every year with my kids is that these are moments that you don't get back. And so as much as there's other things to do, and this is a busy time for a lot of people at work. I'm a pediatrician in the hospital. This is very busy times. There's lots of sick kids with respiratory infections, and there's this pandemic thing going on that maybe you've heard about. Like, it's crazy at work, right? But still trying to, when I'm at home, be at home and still try to intentionally build these memories with and for my kids, because I don't get this... I'll never get Christmas 2021 back again, and so capturing this moment with my kids and with my wife is really, really important. And so, you know, you only get so many, and then, you know, they 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 grow up and they leave the house, and it's all so sad, right? You you don't get very many, so you got to just hold on to those moments because um, you can't get them back. And so, and it uh, goes, really it's
1: scarier the closer they get to moving out of the house, right? Like my kid (laughs) is arguably 11 years away from that. And it's terrifying.
0: Yeah, you're further down that road than I am for sure. You
1: make an absolutely good point that I I cherish, try and cherish every single moment when I'm rocking the girls or cuddling with them every night, putting them to sleep. I think about the million things I got to do every day, especially this time of year. But then I remind myself like, hey, in five years, they may not want to cuddle with you every night or they may not want you to read them this Christmas story. So enjoy it because you're at a couple years you're only going to have those memories. You're not going to have anything else. Yeah, you know, like because they're going to get old enough and they're not going to want to do that. So, it cherish every moment and enjoy it even if it's stressful. Embrace it.
0: Especially when it's stressful. Yes. <laughs> Stay in that moment. Don't let that moment uh, get away from you. Well, thanks, Phil. I appreciate you you talking with me for a few minutes here about kind of all the things that we're trying to do to be intentional. I think that's a key word that I've taken away from our conversation today about building these memories and, and building traditions for our families that we are now the leader of, uh, along with our spouses, uh, that we're trying to build special moments and memories for our kids. And I appreciate you taking the time to, to talk about that a little bit with me today, um, it's been fun. It's been meaningful. It's
1: been intentional. So thank you for having me on.
0: If you want more information on this or other topics, connect with us on Instagram at Pod. That's Docs, the number two, Dad's Pod, or email the show at DocsToDad'sPod at com. You can also leave questions or comments in the five-star review you're just about to leave for the show on your favorite podcast app. We've already gotten a couple of really nice five-star reviews. Uh, Big thank you to those of you that have already taken the time uh, to leave a review. It it really does, in more ways than I really appreciated, uh, help the show and make it easier for other folks to find us. Um, So if you can take 30 seconds to throw in uh, a five-star review for the show, that really does do A lot of help to us Uh, and probably even more important than that, you know, at least one dad in your life that you think might benefit from just getting a little bit of support uh, that we're trying to provide to dad. So uh, send this along. Uh, send it with a little a nice little holiday message like, "Hey, Merry Christmas!" I was listening to this podcast and thought of you. I uh, hope you get some some value from it. Um, that would really mean a lot to to us um, if you share the show uh, with somebody that's important to you and your life. Uh, special thanks again to the producer and editor of Doc's to Dad's, Phil uh, Rabon, who gets the show on the air every week. Next week we're going to talk a little bit about planning for the new year. We're sort of We'll be out of holiday time and moving towards New Year's. And while I don't subscribe too much to the idea of New Year's resolutions, I'm going to share a couple of tips of how to make 2022 a little bit better uh, than 2021 might have been. Until then, remember that what you do as a dad matters. Keep building healthier dads, happier kids, and stronger communities. The information included in this podcast and other Doxadad's platforms is intended for your education and entertainment only. It is not intended as medical advice and should not replace a relationship with a primary care pediatrician or other provider who will give the most appropriate recommendations for your individual situation.